It is a Monday morning or nighttime or afternoon, wherever you are around the world, and welcome to another week of Good Times and Mo, the podcast. It's year 10, episode 23, Angelic Copter on the show. Hey, hey, hey. All right. Let's do this. What do we have? Coffee, Mura. Cape, cape. Cape is Tagalog for coffee. Babe. Just in case, because oh you have God. listeners. That's like such a Bianca thing to say. Remember when Bianca was... I remember there was this time I here in the remember. podcast. I don't listen to her. There was this time in the podcast where Bianca felt like she needed to translate every single, like the most common words in Filipino to English, and she would go, just in case there are listeners out there in the Filipino. Like, oh okay. God. There's a big difference. I just went, kape is Tagalog for coffee. Uh, all right. Um, I didn't assume there were dumb people out there that didn't know that. Anyway, uh, around the world, fine. Let's 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 do that. Let's do the translations for everybody around the world. I was looking through some of the Apple charts, okay, and I thought I'd say hi and thank you to some of the countries that actually download the podcast pretty regularly. Now, this is just on Apple, and I know the great majority of podcasts now um, are downloaded off Spotify. They seem to be the the big player there, but Apple's still strong, especially if you have an Apple product because. Like a phone, which iPhones it's are. Easy. It's easier because it's you know, built in. Yeah, and the, the, yeah, the app's right there. It's just a little bit. I think it's a little bit better of an interface. But Spotify, of course, has the selection. They also have exclusive um, podcasts as well that you can't get anywhere else. We are not one of those. But um, anyway, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, of course, uh, of course, yeah, no. Of course, Philippines number one podcast in our uh, category. So <laughs> thanks, Philippines, for that. Now, the reason why I'm bringing up these charts is because we're getting close to the one month mark here of the new podcast, and tra- changing from one channel to another is always risky because the last two years we've been on the GTWM podcast channel, and of course, it takes a long time to get a following. Yeah. And there are a lot of people who give up on the podcast but still subscribe, which is kind of cool, right? Uh, you can still subscribe even though maybe you're not listening too much. But if you're not listening that often, then you don't know that we have a new channel. And to tell people to jump over to the new channel is risky on my end because you're going to lose thousands of listeners because not everybody's like nakatutok every single day, right? So yes. uh, for those who have transferred over, Obviously, it's less than the other channel, but still pretty impressive according to some of this because I was considered, I was I was worried that maybe the show isn't doing as well because not a lot of people have transferred over yet. But apparently in some countries, we're doing okay. So Qatar, we're the number one podcast in the category in all of Qatar. So that's every podcast. Overall. Right? Overall, yeah. which is great. And I know that we do really, really well in the uh, Middle East. Um we're also in the top 10 of uh, podcasts in other categories, which is kind of cool. And uh, yeah, we're really doing, doing really, really well in uh, Qatar. In Bermuda, number four. Wow. Nice. <laughs> I don't even know where Bermuda is. Uh, Malaysia, number nine. The United Arab Emirates, number one. Thanks, guys. I know UAE, probably the most they need, loyal you know, of all of the Middle East countries. Releasing all their frustrations. You yeah, know? Qatar's right there. Singapore, we've always done really well. Singapore, number three. Um, podcast there. Uh, Thailand, eight. Thank you, guys. Uh, what else do we got here? Turkey, eight. Look at that, Turkey. Wow, Which, uh, interesting. Uh, number four, Saudi Arabia. Thanks, South Korea, number seven. Imagine the number seven podcast Korea? in South Korea. So, nice. Guys, those are some of the countries I think that we're doing most well in here uh, this season. So thanks. Um, 63 in Canada, which I think is huge considering 
when you get to like the U.S. and Canada and where you rank in those, um, in those, I guess, countries where there's probably millions of podcasts, uh, 63 is really, really cool for me. And 101 in the United States, which is mind-boggling because the U.S. probably has the more the most podcasts of any Everybody other Everybody has a podcast in the U.S. <laughs> yeah, in the U.S. it's crazy. <laughs> That's how it feels yeah. like. So being the top 100, even though we're 101, yeah. is, uh, is really, really cool as well. Uh, speaking of like just barely getting into the hundreds, we're 83 in Spain. That's kind of cool. Wow. 75 in Australia. We're the 87th podcast in France. Uh, 65 in the Netherlands, which is awesome. 91 in Italy. And gosh, where where else? Where else? Anything? Hong Kong, 25. I, I, I never really thought we did well in Hong Kong, but 25 is pretty good. Um, yeah. Yeah, there. 101 in the United States. Thanks, Awesome. Guys. That's really let's cool. Let's move that up. Okay. Um, all right. Let's get to some calls here. We'll take a couple. We will go to the United States, speaking of the U.S., I think for both of our calls. Oh, no. I'm sorry. No. Canada. We'll go to Canada first, and then we'll go to the U.S. Both of them are going to be North America. So let's take our first call here now. Next call. Let's talk to Casey, who is 31 years old. Casey is in Calgary, Canada. Casey, just to refresh my brain, because my wife and I were just talking about this the other day, Calgary is the gateway to Lake Louise, right? I mean, if we're gonna if we're gonna fly to Lake Louise, it's Calgary, right? An hour and a half. Hour and a half drive from Calgary. Yes, but that's the closest major airport if we wanted to go to Louise, right? It's land in Calgary, then drive to Banff. Banff. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Actually. Okay, that's cool. a good one. Yeah. Well, that'll be the plan then. Yeah, Maybe the best place because Edmonton ka pumunta Yeah, I know. Yeah, Edmonton is going to be in an extra couple of hours okay. at least, right? Okay, so Calgary, it is, my friend. Thanks for the call. You are again 31 years old in Canada. Probably freezing your balls off. I know. Well, actually, it's not that bad. I was going to say, right? I, I, I was thinking that, that he's going to say it's not that bad and he's going to spit out a negative number and to yeah. me. It's like, what are you talking about? No, but we had a, didn't we have a Canadian call? Well, I mean, we, we have Canadian calls a lot, especially recently, but I think we had somebody call, they said negative 25. Uh, when was this? This was... Bro, last week was like minus 40. 40? Oh my goodness. So you must be loving <laughs> negative six and you're like in your it's summer. summer clothes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the girl the girl last week, I think we had the guy from Vegas where we live and then the next caller was Toronto and I was like, hey, how, cold it is, how cold is it out there? She's like negative 25. I'm like, oh, <laughs> negative 40. Sweet Jesus. Yeah, that's probably the least of my worries, but yeah, okay, fair enough. I mean, where would you go? I don't, I wouldn't want to go outside anyway. Right, right, right. Oh, well, if you go to work, actually, early in the morning, so you have to start up oh, the car. Yeah. And thinking about showering, I know there's hot water, but it's that, you know, after your hot bath or hot shower, getting out and getting dressed, you're cold. I don't know. I'll, I'll get, I'll, I'll take, I'll take, uh, I'll take negative 40 versus plus 40 Celsius. I mean, that's true, all day, though. all day. Yeah, that's that's true. That's All right. True. Anyway, case case. Why are you here today? What, what do you want to talk about? Well, uh, first thing, uh, first time, long time. Thanks, brother. Big fan, bro. Thank you. Upper. Thank you. Uh, great to uh, talk to you for at least a long time for listening. So, tumatawag uh, ako regarding parenting advice, being a good father, being a good stepdad. Yes, I believe we're in between same situation with Mo. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a while now, we, we have been. Um, yeah, I, know. So, I don't think na minsan kasi parang I think I don't think na nagagampanan ko yung 
responsibilities ko as a full-time father, you know? Mm-hmm. How, many, it, how many kids do you guys have? Is it just one? Uh, three. Three. And then, and how many of you are your, say, stepchildren, quote-unquote? Um, one of mine. One. Okay, gotcha. And what are the age ranges on these three kids? Eleven, five, and uh, two and a half. Okay, and, and what's what's your issue? Like, why, if you're a long-time listener and you feel compelled to call now, and it has to do with being a good parent, is there a, are you, do you think you're a bad parent? Do you think you're an absentee parent? No, not, or? Not, not really. Because, nakikita ko, kumbaga, as you, because I look up to you a lot, because nakikita ko naman na, being a father to you is like really important thing than other things in this world, right? It, I take joy in it. And and I, I think I tell this to Chopper a lot. And this is kind of almost even my sales pitch for having another child, right, babe? It's, man, that was such a great feeling. Like it was such a good, it was a good feeling. It was fun. I miss, you know, I miss the, the parts when, to see them when they're really, really small and, and all of that. And then if you kind of go beyond, it's, it's hold on. It's funny because just the other day, somebody sent me a message on Instagram or they tagged me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the monologues, I think, that one of my more most famous monologues that I've ever given here on the show. I think there are two monologues that I've done on this podcast through the years that most come up in, when people either vlog about it or in the past would blog about it or would message me. And that's the parenting monologue I gave and she said season 7 episode 5 and then remember the one I gave regarding I think it was Robert Downey Jr. and his shitty life and now how he became Iron Man that I, I don't know what episode that was but those are the ones that pop up the most yeah. um, is yeah. hey this is the most kind of influential piece of advice you've ever given me and the parenting one when I read it the other day and it's it's transcribed right from what I was saying it is it's a lot of fun to to kind of see how much it has helped people. But at the same time, there's only two points that I gave up as being a good parent. Number one is making sure they don't die, your kids, and yes. making sure you educate them. Like those are the two major, right, like rules that we have. Outside of that, make sure everything else is kind of optional. Another thing that you, you always, always preach, and I super agree with this um, when it comes to parenting, and I know we're going to get to Casey's question soon, but just to add to that, and I don't know if anyone has brought this up, is that once you become a parent, they're your priority no matter what. It doesn't... Right, right, it's, right. There's no... I'm going to, um, you know, I'm going to love myself, and I'm going to love my kids, and... No, it doesn't happen like that. There was this, for me, there was this misconception too also um, for both men and women, but mostly for women when um, a CEO or president of Facebook before said, you got to lean in, even if you're a mom, you should be able to do everything. And for a period in time, a lot of mothers are struggling with trying to be everything they can and hope and also be a mom. And then more recently, um, in the feminist world, I'm so sorry to bring it up that way, but more recently, more and more, like even Michelle Obama talks about this in her podcast and um, other parents who say, no, you can't be everything. Once you become a parent, that's your whole world. That's you. Everything comes second to that, whether you're a professional or a CEO or a radio DJ or a doctor, the parent is the number one. And to most point, Two big responsibilities. Keep them alive. Educate them. Make sure they're kind citizens of the world. 
Now, uh, the other, a couple episodes ago, somebody called up about being a dad. Um, he was the guy from, God, where was he? Was he in Dubai, right? Or, or no, he was in, he was in UAE. Remember, remember that? Yeah, remember that caller? Right, and I really liked him. His name was CK. He's episode 14. And there are moments, and there are exceptions to what Chopper said, to the general rule, where, Halimbawa, yung, the, the parenting role is going to come second, but it doesn't mean it's far less of a priority. Mm-hmm. And that's because if your financial situation at home is in shambles, right? And yeah. you need to, or the OFWs out there who have left their families yeah. to, to work, right? There are exceptions. I would rather you not tap into those. Yeah, but, but if I think the there, intention of that is also to be able to provide for their kids right so the priority of that decision um and it's not like putting everything aside oh i'm not gonna take this job for example because i need to parent and stay home no but the intention of everything that you do when you make a decision is this gonna be good for our family for my kids or not mm-hmm. right and then- right no i'm not disagreeing with you i think and i think sometimes it comes off like that i'm not disagreeing with you i'm saying in addition to what chopper said which is massively true there are going to be exceptions to some of your people's lives where it can't be the everything. And I understand that because of the, the hardship, the financial hardship that many of us have to face, especially in the Philippines, right? Of course. The, all, the, the massive OFW population, I don't hate you guys, but I want you to come home. Mm-hmm. Okay? I understand why you did it, but I want you to come home or take your kids with you. That's all I say on the show. I've said a hundred fucking thousand times here, right? It doesn't mean I dislike you and it doesn't mean you've made the wrong choice. It's just I think it's harder to be a parent when you have to leave them. And it's harder to be a parent when you don't prioritize them. But I understand the the moments when you wherein you have to. And whether it's that guy in the the UAE uh, a couple weeks back, and I told him prioritize his work because he worked in the fucking airline industry. And it's, it's in shambles right now. And... His, at least his child was home with him in the UAE with his wife. That's good. And that's better. Then say somebody who has to go out to UAE and leave an entire young family at home to Filipinas. Not your fault. Not your fault at all. Our fault as a country for failing you as, a, as you being a citizen. But I also would like you to come home or bring your kids with you. So speaking of the airline industry, you know when we're flying – and right before we, we, we take off, there's always that health, uh, sorry, the safety uh, demonstration, right? Mm-hmm. And the rule in the safety demonstration is in, in case of cabin pressure failure, get the mask, put it on yourself, the adult first, before you put it on your child, okay? I, I would like you to do the backwards of that, generally speaking, in life. Put the mask on your child first. I understand the reasoning, though, because... If you can't do it, then no one else can do it. But that's the that's pri- for the airplane. <laughs> yeah, that's the priority mindset that I want. Though is when you're in life and you feel like you're in the shit, please don't think that you have to save yourself first before your children. Your children do come first at all times. And when you decide to have a, a kid, or if you accidentally had a, had a kid, the accidental parents are a little bit harder headed uh, when it comes to this. Mm-hmm. A little bit harder-headed, but a little bit me more first before them. My well-being, my wellness, my mental health, blah, blah, blah. And yet, you know, imagine the E one means and you want kids. Anyway, Casey, sorry. Brother. Of course, of course. What, 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 what's... Sometimes, I forget that I'm a dad. You know, it's like... When? When? How? Yeah, sometimes, I know, 
lahat tayo, di ba, gusto natin ng alone time, alam mo yun. Yeah. Gusto mo ng minsan sarili mo, ikaw lang. Pero hindi na pwede yun eh, sa sitwasyon ngayon, alam mo yun. Lalo na sa mga nangyayari ngayon sa mundo, di ba? Mm-mm. Kailangan ko prioritize ang family mo. Well, Pero yun, yun you can also you can also maximize what's going on in the world right now in 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 and using the moment or most most especially last year using that time to kind of build up the family relationship because guess what everybody was home so the good parents i think out there should have maximized that yeah yun nga eh. and may if you did it instead of ano nga kami instead of magkaroon kami ng time lalo kami naging busy so paano Ah, because prob- probably kung saan ka nagtatrabaho na field, right? It's more okay. on demand. Nag-demand. So, yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. okay. Yeah. Minsan nagiging, ano rin ako, mainitin ang ulo ko sa mga bata. Minsan pag sobrang kulit, hindi ko, hindi ko, hindi ko makontrol sarili ko. Hindi naman may iwasan yun kung minsan talaga. But, I think the first step, you acknowledging this, na may pag, kumbaga may pagkukulang ka or there's room for improvement for you as a dad, right? Let's put it that way. Let's, let's put it in more positive stuff. So, uh, um, let's put it on a more, more positive way. Um, there's room for improvement to become a better dad and spend more time with your kids. That already, with you acknowledging that, that already makes you kind of a good parent. Kasi na, alam mo eh, recognize mo yung pagkukulang mo. You know where, where, where you're kind of falling short, right? I know I lose my patience a lot of times, but I think also this whole year really gave me and Mo the time. And with our kids every day at home, I've always been home anyway. Nah, it actually gave me more sense of okay, I can do this. I can be more patient. I can let go of other things, and I can actually spend more time with our kids. You know, I I I think there's a mindset that I would like many of you to adopt, which is most of the decisions you make when it comes to your kids, both negative, positive, really doesn't benefit you at all. Mm-hmm. It really is just kind of for them. Mm-hmm. So, realize that what you're doing then is you're shaping your kids' res- uh, conflict resolution makeup. That, oh, okay, you can't control how angry you get, but please try to understand what your children are absorbing. When you're starting to get angry for nothing or for bullshit reasons, please understand that your child is adopting your conflict resolution style. Now, you're... 100%. That's why you got to calm the fuck down. <laughs> and kung, that goes for kung, all of you guys. Kung, kung paano tayo sa mga anak natin, ganun sila lalaki. Ganun talaga. And... Like you said, you don't like getting upset. You don't like getting mad at them because, you know, that's such a yucky feeling. Diba? Parang ako, after ko, kunwari pagtaasan ng boses si Lucas, after nung parang, oh my gosh, why did I do that? Dapat kinausap ko na lang siya ng maayos. Kasi, yeah, kasi no, when I talk to... Makintong gagay minsan, di ba? Yung parang, yeah. Parang mag-i-snap ka kagad. Parang... Right, right. But but I need, you to, I need you guys to control this. Because when you decide to do it because it's a release of pressure diba, in your mm-hmm. body like a machine you need to release built-in pressure the problem is they're not releasing pressure so they don't get it they, don't they just get that you're they an asshole know. and yeah. that's what they think you are even though maybe you're not maybe you've just your pressure cooker has gotten too high and you didn't explain to them that the, there's a need or you should have found another outlet or, or like they stepped on a land, landmine lang thing and then book some abogka yeah and they don't know it's there it's not their fault Right. Yung, 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 yung stepson ko, ayoko rin isipin niya na parang, oh, 
porque hindi ko siya biological son, ganun yung trato ko sa kanya. I don't like it that way. Well, good. I, I'm glad. And my mindset is is not even just the same. I, I think Chopper would be able to attest to this, that there is a conscious, constant reminder to make sure they're treated equally uh, in my eyes, right? Kaya nga, and, kaya nga, sabi ko, tatanungin ko talaga si Mo tungkol dito kasi alam ko yung ikaw siguro may way ka. Well, here's, here's, here's my way. It's unfair. That, that, the fuel naman that I give for it is two parts. It's two parts well because I love him. But number mm-hmm. one, I don't, it's just not fair. It's not fair. And that sometimes even takes pre- like precedent over me just loving him. It's mm-hmm. never ever go a day thinking you're lesser. And that's not for my benefit, but for him. And I, I'm, it's, it's important because I don't want it to affect him as an adult. I don't want him to call a show like this, you know, 10 years from now. <laughs> right? And go, you know what? Right. And, and, and to a certain extent, I look at my mom and I remember the stories that she told because she was that. She was a stepchild, only stepchild. And she had a bunch of uh, siblings. siblings that were full siblings. And they, I mean, it, they treated her like a maid. And it was rough. And... And when I hear that story and it gets grilled into your brain year after year after year, when I'm actually finding myself in that same situation, I think it's, it's either a, a, something I don't want to relive for her sake via our son. And that's why even earlier when, you said, when you said the word step, I'm a stepdad. Like, I know I've said this on the show a hundred times. I mean, that shit never comes out of my mouth. Yeah. Step anything doesn't fucking come yeah. out of my mouth. It makes me feel angry. It's, it's never... Oh, he, this is my wife, this is our daughter, and this is our stepson. It's never like that when he introduces his family. Never, ever. It never occurred. And if if only, for example, some legal or official paperwork that we need to identify that, that's the only way. That you... May mga kausap naman kami na, syempre saan, hindi ko sinasabi na stepson. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. And and when people when people ask me what it was like being in the say delivery room with Lucas, right? People go, Hey, so what was that like in the delivery room with Lucas? You know what? I make it up. I go, Oh, it was great. It was fucking it was intense. You know, I, I'm fucking flat out lying. Yeah, I don't even want to have that I I hate the conversation so much, I just invent. Uh, what do you call this? Um Amsterdam. Did that. Amsterdam did, yeah. So I, 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 11 years old na yung son ko, di ba? Yeah. Sabi niya. yeah, likewise. Same. Oh, ang bata mo, ang bata mo na nagkaanak ko. Yeah, sabi ko, g- yeah. ganun talaga. Sabi ko. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly, I, I make up a lie. In fact, Amsterdam just did this the other day. She was like, oh, when Kuya was born, da 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 and I go, yeah, yeah, he was, yeah, he was very cute. You know, fuck am I, fuck am I gonna know? <laughs> but, but even to her, I am pushing this narrative. I don't want to call it a lie because it sounds so negative, but I'm pushing the story for everybody. And I hate the words step and all of that. It drives me kind of crazy. Um so so again I in fact one more thing and then and then we'll get out of here. I remember a couple was it a year ago or two years ago there was a football player or college football player football American football uh Casey I don't think you guys give a fuck about that but the American football player Got drafted into the uh, NFL, so finally, that's yung, a big thing, right? Oh, well, that's that's yeah. it. That, like, that's that's your goal, right? Like mm-hmm. it's like being drafted into the NBA. You finally make it. A, he was a stepson, quote unquote, of this dad who raised him and all of that. And 
I think how the story goes is when they gave him his jersey, it was then he finally changed the name. And like sobrang naiyak ako because I want that so bad for him. It, I, I, like inside, I hate that he doesn't have my name, even though it's not kind of woke anymore. Like it's just a name, fucking like wives don't have to take their husband's name. It's not that big of a deal, but it's a big deal to me. And one day I hope. One day I hope that happens to me, wherein he becomes somebody, and then he goes, "Hey, look, I changed my name." Yeah. I don't <laughs> doubt that. I don't yeah, like I mean, with the way know? with the way our Bro, son is. Korean actually. Sabi ko, kung baga maging inspiration man ako sa mga anak ko, baga kung maabot man sa ganung point na magiging it, sila na yes, parang kukuni nila yung name ko as. Oh, kasi di ba parang kung kung ngayon parang ang hira. I want I want the kids to have that choice, right? Si si Lucas and and your your son. Pero kasi I think today whether or not Mo does something extraordinary which he does every day through, you know, loving him. Um mm-hmm. and you you don't have to do something extraordinary. Just love your son every day. Your kids, you know, love your kids every day. And, and you know we're we're not gonna be perfect as they grow they're gonna they're gonna realize that and when they're adults they're gonna realize what our shortcomings were but what's gonna trump all that is damn my dad and my mom loved me so much and he they did whatever it took to love us love talaga love is the most important thing and I don't doubt that one day when Lucas turns eighteen or an adult where he can change his own name that he would to Gumatai you know. I don't know. The most we'll name. We'll see. I mean, he likes his name though, and and sometimes he says it all the time. Oh, I love my name. It's it rolls off the tongue well. And when he says it, it a part of me does feel bad. But it, the, <laughs> these things are all medio. These are all uh, not supernatural. What do they call that? Uh, superficial. Sorry, and they're not that big of a deal. But I think there are gestures involved that I would like, not for my own credit, but it feels like it's for my own credit. It's like I feel like that moment would be. A validation that I did a good job, or a validation that—that's what I was looking at it diba, too. Yes, it wasn't like whoa, like award for Mo, but yeah, more it's not like ego okay, I thing. did everything I can to love him, and he, and he knows, and he knows, right, and, and he yeah. reciprocates that through this gesture, you know. Right, right. So it's it's not it's not a big deal in the grand scheme of things, but it is in terms of would he recognize me as worthy of such a title? You know, it's, it's kind of like that. Ano eh, may mga times na napap- napagalitan ko siya, di ba? Tapos maya-maya, dad, gusto mo ng coffee? Parang naiiyak ako. Right. Ay, nako, ganun na ganun din si Lucas. Yeah, yeah. 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 Ay, napapagalitan din siya ni, ni Mohan. But, yung justified, you know, yung napagsasabihan, like, uh, hmm. something nasira niya yung computer niya dahil nag-download or nag-install ng game that porn. has a virus. I mean, yeah, uh, no, sorry, not sorry. porn. Was it really? <laughs> no. Nga. I'm kidding, it's not porn. Nagagalit <laughs> ako. It will be. It will be porn. Yeah, it will be porn ah, in like six months. In six it. months. <laughs> One year, it's gonna be porn. But, um... Yung, it's justified, you know. You know what? You know what? I'll tell you this right now, though. This is a bit of Casey just as a guy to guy with a budding uh, hornball boy. Yeah. So in his room, may nakita ko, nakita may, may lotion sa tabi ng, ng I know, ito, I know ng, you're thinking that. I put that there. May lotion sa, sa tabi ng uh, computer niya. Ito may lotion. <laughs> I put that there because he has dry skin. I know, but it's right next to the computer, man. As a guy. Dito nga bro, ano eh, ang tahimik doon sa kwarto niya, nandun siya sa loob. Google natin kung minsan, papasa ko sa room. 
Oh, he's not doing anything though. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, but you're trying. Again, six months. Six you're, months. You, it's in year. the back of your head, so you're trying to see if he already is, yeah. right? Six, six months, <laughs> one year from now. We're 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 gonna. No, yeah. I knock on his door because he takes a long time in the shower. I'm like, oh my goodness, Lucas, are you done? Not yet. I'm showering. Like it's been 30 minutes. What the, what are you doing there? But he likes like singing, playing songs, and you know. Uh, for now. <laughs> for now. <laughs> But but Casey, is, sorry, I know when it comes to these parenting stuff, and and these are really hard uh, conversations to have because it's so it's so reliant on your personality, right? It's so, and yeah. we can only give you general, even super obvious advice. Love your child. I mean, like hello, of course, right? Or understand that how you treat them shapes their personality. Well, duh, of course. Um, but it's also how you were raised too. You know, j- j- yeah, just just kind of. To hammer the point for everybody out there, you just sometimes if you're only gonna spend time with your kids just to get mad at them, and then when shit is good, you're in your own little world, you shape them really to be angry people. And I don't want your kids to adopt your conflict resolution methods if you tend to yell, scream, stomp, throw shit. Like you're there's no benefit. In any of that, only negative, negative lessons that you're teaching your kids. No matter how much you love them, like oh no, but when it's good, I'm great. Pero nagagalit ako, putangin na nagagalit talaga ako. Well, guess what? That's bad. That's bad. Still, <laughs> still bad. That's still bad. Right? I don't expect you to be perfect. And like Chopper said, I'll get mad too. But I have to look for a real reason to do it because if I don't, it's unfair. It's unfair to them that they are going to receive a brunt of frustration, anger, how unhappy you are with your life, how unhappy you are with whatever it is going on in your life, and then taking it out on them. Guess what? They start thinking, oh, well, I'm just supposed to behave like that for no reason. Even though they don't, even though you have a reason inside, understand that they will just adopt that stuff and they'll be nasty people. And then there are going to be people that we talk about negatively. The people that we see today that are people that we hate today, unkind, they're gonna be your fucking kids if you lash out. Exactly. And also, they didn't ask to be brought into this world, right? We did that, right? So we need to do whatever it takes. Like it's our responsibility, and we know this. Like to to most point, we know this. It's our responsibility to raise and mold them as good kids, good people, good human beings, right? But they didn't have a choice in that, okay? So whatever you do, you better do it for them. Not not, not for anything, but because you chose, well, you know, not you biologically, but we chose to have them here and, and be alive on this planet. And, 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 and that's a gift, a gift to be able to mold and raise and influence someone so that they can go out and do the same. They're going to do the same. They're going to have kids one day, you know, and, and they're going to affect other people. They're going to influence other people. So. Pero mahirap talaga kung sabahin anak mo, di ba? Patanga ka sabahin talaga. Pero, paano nga yun? Like, hindi naman, nagiging salbahin naman dahil sa magulang yun. Walang pinanganak na salbahin. Uh, uh, there, there might be a little bit of just innately. Pilyo, pilya, pero hindi salbahin. Yeah. Alright. Anyway, Casey, anything else, sir? Um, What's her, anong take mo dun sa larong, ano, Robux ba lang niya? Yung, yung anak ko na hook niya. Man, I, listen, our, yeah, we were just talking about this right before we got you on uh, the show. It was part of our intro with Roblox. So I, I love that my kids love video games. I'm totally okay with that. I, I loved video games as a kid. I think it helped 
shape my reactionary reaction time, decision making time, all that stuff. But Roblox, I'm scared of because when you start playing in like user generated worlds, you are leaving it up to the person who created that world to put all of these elements in there that can be really kind of dangerous. Because there are some people who are forum doon na Yeah. Yeah. Pero in-invite in-invite yung mga bata doon sa parang small room tapos right, may right, mga... right. So Roblox is Roblox is dangerous, Casey, but it's it's it, I have a hard time because it, they love it. And yeah. I can't sit there with them watching Roblox. I get the dizzy, whole time, yeah. right? I get dizzy. It's really fucking dizzying. But I remember last week um Amsterdam was crying and she came down and she said somebody called her a bitch. And See? called her a bitch. They called her yeah. a bitch. Right. So Roblox, yeah. And this is Amsterdam, right? I mean, she was she was like fucking six years old at the time, and it's it, it, in that moment, I'm like, okay, you're done with this fucking game, like forever. You guys get the fuck off this game, because I would rather you play big company, big production produced games that don't have the user generated world, like the mm-hmm. the, the the customization. Yeah, I Wag lang yun. Consoles niya pero gusto niya yung Roblox man. Yeah, yeah, a lot of kids I, I really I don't, like I don't that. Know, so I don't know what to do about Roblox. I think so I think I think that's yeah. We we still don't have that figured out, right? Um, but she still plays it. Pero ang ginawa namin, I think, or what at least we tried to do in that moment was like a life learning lesson for Amsterdam. Nah, you know. Right, but we're outnumbered. Be, we're outnumbered. We're outnumbered. Though. So and then, but we're gonna, you know, we were explaining to her na. Masama yung ginawa ng batang yun. Huwag mong gagayahin. You don't even know kung bata yun. Baka ba may grown-up yun na naglalaro. And yeah. baka hindi sila naturuan ng magulang nila na huwag magsabi ng bad words. Kaya dito sa bahay na to, you know, ikaw, you know, we, 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 we try to, I know, I, I know, don't laugh. We say so much. Just yesterday on Instagram. Watch this shit. Oh, babe, No, look. because she's the bad word police. Check out my Instagram today. Um, but yeah, so yun lang. And then, okay, parental tip. When it comes to, um, I guess usage management ng kanilang uh, games and stuff. Mm-hmm. So our kids they have um, Windows devices, uh, hindi Mac. Pagdating do sa mga games na yon and uh, Mo built Lucas a gaming PC. Amsterdam has mm-hmm. Lucas's hand me down laptop. So I got the Microsoft na subscription na Microsoft 365 Family. Right, so there, sa mina monitor, and I can manage the the usage and which apps or which web. My screen time, my screen time. Exactly, not just the screen time, but the content that they can see and the, the problem those Roblox though, babe. Roblox, you can't monitor that. They are putting in sex. Off. They're putting. In I know, violence. I know, they're I know. That's in... a different thing. I'm just saying more on the usage side and everything. So it's always good to have that, right? Second is like within Roblox, that's the problem. Because yeah, the problem is the, Roblox. The, the worlds like the are. Yeah, I'm going to get to my other tip, babe. Um, if you let me. <laughs> I am. It's just we in the plugging things. That, okay, but go I'm ahead. I'm not yeah. plugging. I'm saying what I'm using just because I work for Microsoft. Anyway, um, so I don't know if Apple has a similar. If they do, definitely use it or other OS, right? Um, mm-hmm. The next thing, the other thing that we try to do now is when Amsterdam plays Roblox. It's either she's also playing with her brother, which is hindi na masyado ngayon kasi yung kuya niya iba na yung interest na games. But she plays with her cousin um, in, in California. But they play together and I go, hey, Cece, can you uh, play with her? We set a time for them to play. Not all the time, but I feel because she's, you know, a few years older and she understands, you know, they can 
they can play certain games lang. So she she's in and out of um three games really fashion famous adopt me and royal high <laughs> yun yung tatlong Alam games mo, okay. lang niya bumibili pa bumibili sila ng mga bumibili oh no no that's, that's, that's all, all, like said, all, yeah. all your donations yeah. to this podcast goes to goes to the robux uh, but i think chopper brought up a great point that if you can get somebody to team up with your kid someone who they can rely on each other and this is really more in answer to the bullying right mm-hmm. it's kind of like the way it is in school if you're the only child and you're getting bullied in school it's harder than kung may kuya ka diba if you have a kuya in school tapos binubuli ka ng ng gagong estudyante your 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 kuya can come in and fuck shit up right so mm-hmm. i think what what Chabar explained there regarding Roblox is is something that i encourage maybe others out there who have the same thing going on wherein you find a cousin, a good one, okay? oh, a good, a good cousin, or either way, you have three kids, you can maybe have the, the older ones look out for the younger ones. So when if you can find somebody who can kind of keep an eye on them in that world, because there's only a limit we can do as parents because we're not going to be watching them and I don't understand that and I have motion sickness and I can't see it. So, so Actually, pinagbawalan namin siya maglaro nito lately. That's that's hard, man. That's, that's, hard, that's hard to say because they love it so much, and then yeah. biglang you take it away with you know no explanation. No, I don't know if you explained why, but but that but well, you can limit the money. Yeah, I I I don't think I don't think that's wrong. I just I just think it's hard because you can see how much happiness it brings to them, and taking something away that makes them happy is really is really a difficult thing, you know, inside. Um, I don't fault you for it, and I no. I mean, I I, I can't say that that's wrong. I just I, I'm just gonna say it's really hard for your it's soul. It's hard. Like I'm sure uh, so, they, I mean, his heart substitute broke. it. Substitute it with something that's a little bit easier to control the content, and it might be a different game. It might be Minecraft. I think I think Minecraft versus Roblox. I was always scared of Minecraft as well. Minecraft, but. We prefer Roblox instead. Fucking Roblox. Bro. I know. Sorry, like, what's up with Roblox? Anyway, my my kids, though, our daughter, who's like so into Roblox, just recently got super into Pokemon to Switch, and it's not even her Switch. But you know that that takes time away from Roblox. When in, in I'll her game bargain. Time. I'll bargain with them. Okay, okay, no more Roblox. What is there? Something else you want? Anything? Yeah. And I'll buy it. Huh? You want? Mm-hmm. Porn? <laughs> Stop <laughs> it with the porn. I'll buy any I'll buy anything. Just don't play that fucking Roblox. Yeah. yeah or or <laughs> since you're also looking for time to a good time to spend with, with your kid, how about giving him two hours a week or on the weekend to play Roblox, but you'll be with there right next to him or with him, you know? Oh, that's fucking boring. But, yeah. I know it's boring, but do something next to him, you know, like wag naman yung hindi naman yung pinapanood or anything, but at least you're there and nakikita mo. Buy him right? a PS5. Here, buy him at least PS5. You know, those games are more controlled. He's 11. That doesn't change the fact that you can buy one. I mean, there are people out there who have them. I have friends who, who play Just try again. Just try again with you there. And, you know, initially, I didn't understand what the hell our daughter was playing. And then as I sat next to her, um, realizing, okay, this is how Adopt Me is played. This is how... Um, Fashion Famous and Royal High is played. I get it, okay? So, so to me, okay, sige, okay lang they can play the, the, that those games. And then, I'll try to see every now and then, is she playing any new games, you know? It's, it's not that I'm there playing with her, but trying to understand why he likes that specific game inside Roblox. Ano pang gusto niya? And just see it. 
is there a huge room for bullying or whatnot there? Pag naintindihan mo kung ano niya, you'll have a better way or a better understanding on how you're gonna limit or maybe take away or whatever the decision is. At least, at least naintindihan mo muna kung you, you got the full picture. Gotcha. Right. Thanks, Case. Appreciate it. You have a good day, sir. Thank you. Good luck with the kids and good luck with that weather. I know. Ingat kayo dyan. Thank you, Casey. Okay. Have a good one. We'll see you in Lake Louise hopefully sometime soon. Oh, that's so beautiful. All right, we will take a break because, man, that was a long-ass call, and I anticipate another long one right after this. You're listening to Good Times with Mold Podcast, year 10, episode 23. Back after this, don't go away. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWN Podcast on Facebook. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. Welcome back to the podcast. You are listening to Good Times and the Podcast, year 10, episode number 23. Angelicopter is here co-hosting the show with us today. Uh, if you want to donate to the podcast, you can go to anchor.fm slash DJ Mo Twister. 99 cents is all it takes, man. And 99 cents buys us here at the house. What? Young Roblox, Roblox in Amsterdam, <laughs> right? When she's playing her video games, she wants something. It's usually Roblox, and she's like, "It's Friday, it's Roblox day." It helps because you are actually able to do the podcast the moment you buy her Robux because then yep. she's sitting down there not bugging you, right? At right. least for a full hour to take calls. Exactly. So, so that's the thing, guys. The parenting 101, just like what we talked about uh, with that last caller. Yeah, 100%. Um, Strategic you know, parenting. All, all you got to do is donate 99 cents. It goes straight to my daughter. <laughs> Until we get enough and then it'll go straight to Until us. we die. <laughs> that's going to be life. I mean, I would love to do this full-time job. Like, I think we would all love to have whatever we're most passionate about to be oh, our yes, full-time course, job, right? Of course, of um, course. I can only get to a point where this becomes a full-time job if you guys donate. Like, if every single person who downloaded this show regularly, regular listeners, they're every single time. If you donated 99 cents, that's it. That's like, Fucking, you can't get you can't get anything with, in Starbucks with that ninety nine cents. If everybody who listened to the show donated that, we would be rich, like fucking rich. Like Chopper could Chopper could fucking quit her job too. We would be sitting there, need a man in a yacht or anything like that. Need a man or in a man, but we no, could. Well, look, look, a good salary in the U.S. is I don't know, say five thousand dollars a month is an okay salary. I mean, you you, you know you're, you're you're all right. You can I think you can, you can do yeah. that. If every single person who listens to this fucking show gave us ninety nine cents, that's thirty five fifty thousand dollars a month <laughs> that I we know, would God. that we would have a month. Guys, we promised to donate a huge chunk of portion to that to charity. <laughs> I begging for your promise. money. Begging for your I did, money. <laughs> I never did the math because you know. Yeah, no, but that's I just it. sit on this chair. If, if everybody just donated ninety nine cents now, but now can you please, especially in this right. time that you know, uh, let's share our blessings. No, no, no. Here, and here's my here's hold on here's my here's my attack, baby. A second, Relax. A second, a second. If every single person did ninety nine cents, uh-huh. now if half of you guys did, say if everybody did fifty cents, fifty. Okay, now now we're talking. You can't even buy French fries at McDonald's at this point, right? So Pilipinas, huh? I mean, it's the U.S. That would be like three ninety nine, right? Um, Wala pa kahit sa Pilipinas kasi nasa twenty five pesos lang in sa Pilipinas, eh. 
Not not French fries. French fries more than that now. No, I meant the fifty cents is twenty five pesos. That's what I'm saying. You can't even buy French fries. Kahit, we, no, even in the Philippines, you cannot buy French fries. That's what I just said. You can't buy French fries. Kahit sa Pilipinas because Aha, it's not in Pilipinas. it. Yeah, okay. so. Babe, are you okay? Um, I, I need. <laughs> I got so okay. excited. That how can we? How can we solicit ninety nine cents? We can't even make sense. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. I'm uh, joking aside. Whatever you guys can give, no, no worries. I mean, it does keep the ship moving, and I honestly mean that though, in a sense that it would be great if this would be the full time job. It would have to be though a a donation kind of setup wherein you guys, if you wanted to, no worries, no pressure, no rush. But for those who listened, say you donated ninety nine cents. If we Thank get to a certain, yes. certain extent. Right now, we have just enough for Robux. But <laughs> you never know. One day, number one in Qatar. <laughs> number four in Bermuda. We will uh, take our next call here. Next call. Let's talk to JD and Chelsea. They're a couple. JD is 42 years old. Chelsea is 32 years old. They're married. They are, they are in Washington, D.C., which is in the U.S. Hey, Chelsea. Hey, JD. Welcome to the podcast, man. Hey, guys. Hey, what's happening? Glad to be here. Hey. We're on, we're <laughs> double on date. Scene. Yeah, it's a double date thing uh, today. Uh, now, let's just, just to be quick, uh, clear, JD, you're 42. You're Filipino. Uh, Chelsea, you're 32. You are American. So you were born, raised American. You're not Filipino at all, not by um, race, not by ethnicity or whatever it may be. You're American-American, right? Yes. Okay. I'm so, a, well, my mom's Hispanic, but yes, I'm. American. Oh, you are. Okay, gotcha. So, but you, do you have you picked up the language a little bit since you've been together with the JD? Um, I have tried. I have failed. Yeah. <laughs> off air, off air. My wife was like, "Do you know Beck Beck?" And she's like, "Yes, I know no, Beck Beck." No, I do like, not that's say exactly that. That's exactly how, <laughs> that's exactly how ex- he exaggerates. So, just so you know, I have witnesses. <laughs> now, uh, JD, you're Filipino. H- how long have you been in the U.S.? Uh, have you been been a long time or or uh, about uh, twenty plus years? Oh, okay. like, like twenty and some change. Half your life. So, um, yeah, I I grew up in uh, uh, in the Philippines, in the province, in the same thing in Manila. So you and I have very similar backgrounds. Province as well. Half my life here. I'd say half, well, the majority of my life in the Philippines, but uh, almost half my life in the U.S. as well. Okay, so well, what do you want to talk about here tonight? Oh, I, I want to talk about, uh, because I, I, I've been thinking about this for a while. Um, uh, it's about work and um uh, this happened exactly about the uh, same same time last year, where you know I thought I was really doing good at my job, and I'm on a director position, director level. Yeah. And then suddenly I I got called in, and told me I was fired. Oh wow! Well, and this this time last year, this, you said. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. All right. And it was pretty hard because I know the pandemic was already starting, and that was really rough. And um. Uh, I was really baffled because the year before that, I was employee of the year. Oh, wow. Was it COVID related? Is that what they said regarding uh, no, your it wasn't, termination? No, it wasn't COVID related. No. And what, uh, what, what, they told me that they yeah. told me that I wasn't talented enough. No shit. Like they said it or like they word for word? Oh, no. Wow. After being employee of the year. I mean, there's right. employee of the month or, you know, but then employee oh, the of the year, year is... It's a big deal. Well, well, well. Okay, yeah, so and he had just been assigned like a massive project that everyone loved. They're like, "Oh, great job! Like this is amazing. We love this. We're going to keep using it for the next six months." And um, and then all of a sudden, it was just what okay. job? Okay, hold on. I, I want to ask what, my babe what what industry can you actually flat out say to somebody that they're not talented enough, 
and then it'd be a justifiable firing. Because we, I think what happens is we hear it now and we're like, wow, we're like, oh my God, how fucking rude. And then we don't even know what industry it is, though. And if if it is there an industry out there where you can actually get away with a line like that and it be entertainment? I don't know. No, no. Well, yeah, entertainment would be one, right? Like you're not a good enough actor. Oh, okay. Well, I get it. Because <laughs> you can't say that. Like, what if you said that about an accountant or you said that about like just think about an office job and you're like, sorry, um, hey CFO, you're just not talented enough. Like, what the yeah, fuck but is I've that got about? The skill set. <laughs> what the fuck is that well, about? And not only what that, is- but I feel like in most industries, they don't expect you to have a skill set. Right? They expect you to learn the skill set while you're there. So it's not even really. See, unless though, unless it is say sports, right? Like, if for example, you're an athlete, mm-hmm. what? You can actually get away with you're not talented enough. And that's that'd be legitimate reason for termination. Because in sports, the stopwatch is everything, right? The mm-hmm. speed is everything. Mm-hmm. Can you get from this point to that point in this amount of time? And if you can't, guess what? Sorry, you're not talented enough. Bye. I and, am and, so right. curious at what line of work so, this so, is. Right. So like everything, unless you're a sprint runner, what were, what, what were you doing uh, as a job, if, if that's okay? I'm, I'm in advertising. Fortune 500. Okay, so you're advertised for Fortune 500, but are you, when you say director, I'm now going to assume art director. Yes. Okay. Is that an industry where you can get away with a line like that? Not if you look at everyone's walk. What? what? Sorry. I don't know. I don't know. Because right? okay. uh, it's I've art. Never, it's art. It's subjective. I've no, that's true. I've... Um, I've I've always thought myself as very talented. I wouldn't be a director if I wasn't talented. Absolutely. And um and I I feel like um my my skills are like if not like um uh it's it's when it comes to industry standard, my work is is even at comparable least, to like least. creative director right. level. Okay. So and I'm not saying that you're not talented enough because I obviously don't know what the work was and if you tell me your employee of the year and your wife says that everybody loved the project, I believe your skill set is still mm-hmm. up there. But because in art, stuff like that can decline or you can have had a rough personal year and it translates into your work easily in an industry like that. We can see that maybe with artists. Sometimes with artists, whether it be a songwriter or a painter or stuff like that, a lot of the stuff that happens in their life can be then depicted in their work, which maybe you don't get to see in other industries. That's all I'm saying as kind of as a disclaimer that just in case did you have something go on in that past year wherein shit was rough and maybe your work wasn't as good as it was during the employee of the year year gets um up uh, yeah. yeah 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 i could see that i could see that but um as far as like i said as far as the quality of my work and picking up everything uh i get like five-star recommendations from everybody in the company after I left. Like my boss's boss gave me a recommendation with like, you know, uh, flying colors. Uh, who, but, who who replaced you? Do you know? Um, it took them a couple of months probably before they were able to replace me. And who did they that replace you? Who did they replace you with? Um, uh, a female and... Um, Actually, I think the background, uh, she's Hispanic, uh, Hispanic background, female Young? Hispanic. Was she a kid? Was she fresh out of school um, type of thing or no? No, no, no. I think, um, I think, uh, same level. 
director um, position. So that doesn't make sense to me, though. I thought maybe they were trying to make room for someone else or trying to cut budget. Yeah, I was thinking maybe this could be a, right. Right, exactly. I was and, thinking, but if they really like didn't think you're not talented enough, there should have been an immediate replacement already. You know, like. At least not months. At least maybe in weeks, because or, that position or maybe, or maybe is so they, sh- they could have at least itemized what they thought wasn't talented anymore about you. Like we think you're slipping in this aspect. We think you're slipping in that aspect. To kind of have a generalization that you're not talented enough is such a weird kind of resp- it's a, it's a weird criticism for such a high level company. You'd think they'd be a little bit more specific. No. Um, okay. So tell us more. What do you feel about it? Do you think you were wronged? I'm assuming you thought you were wronged. But how have you addressed it since then? So uh, pretty much what that happened, I, I I went to like, you know, survival mode. Like I, I still have a lot of freelance clients, right. stuff like that. But I, I kept on thinking I still have to internalize. Like I was thinking that, you know, why, why this has happened. And like, you know, and I started thinking, it's like, oh, it's because I didn't fit the culture. It's like um, there's some sort of like fraternity happening on the upper level. And I started thinking like, oh, you know, we're talking about um, we're talking about being diverse on the work environment. We were pretty diverse. But my thing was all the management is really just white. Excuse me, honey. Sorry. All the management is white male. (laughs) Yeah. And um, I could never get like a good project. My project on this level will be good. But if I have like a budget, I could take it here. But as far as budget, I was never getting it. And my boss, that's what that was, that's supposed to be like just managing because he's already on that level. Yeah, yeah. He always takes the bigger projects with, with, with right. bigger money. And I always ask for yeah. it too, right. because I feel like he's a manager. You know, if I win awards or whatever for the ads that I created, it's that, your win. Right, yeah, right, it makes boss. him look good. Right, yeah. Right, right, right. Yes. But so then you um, think it's a race first doing it. You think you think, you think well, it's oh, he'd contract him out. You think it's a race thing then? Uh yes. Uh, I think it's a race thing. It's a culture thing. Um that that they created a, a culture where, you know, they would drink and um as you saw on my Instagram, like I'm into, you know, I, fitness and, I'm right. into fitness yeah. that I still drink, um, but I would drink like on a Thursday happy hour, but not like every day. And this culture that they created inside is like middle of the day. Oh, yeah. Right, middle right. of the day for the rest of the day. Wow. Like, oh, let's rough. just not go. Chopper knows that life. And no, that, and I that. Don't. no, you guys have happy hour and all that stuff. Yeah, but of. I don't drink. No, no, I'm not saying. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know that life. Yeah, You've seen I can, it. Like, I've seen it from like, my Like JD pre- knows that life. From my previous job. Like, right. I get it. Like, they'll drink and they're all so close. And I think from my previous job, too, that's how I I slowly, like, detached. And, and you know, it was it was great performance review, got a race, got title race. And then after two months, the CFO were like, you know, we're going to part ways in three, four weeks. I mean, they gave me that lead time. And I'm like, huh, I don't get it, but I get it. Okay. So, um, because I, and then it felt like, okay, we were just not on the same page anymore. And I think my boss could see that, that I'm not a hundred percent in it with him. Um, there are a lot of maybe either culture or values that, in the beginning, I could just 
whatever, you know, Mo would advise me, it's your job, just ignore it, just do your job, just ignore that. But in the end, I would always already be like, I can't, you know, it's different. Um, what are you talking about? My, my previous job. Yeah, yeah, but what are you talking about? Like, you, you can't what? Like, ethically, there were so many things when it came to the money side. And for example, for me, I could see that we have a position called maybe for, for um, account management, right? Uh, we would hire a male account manager, and this is from my previous work, not my current work, and they would get paid, let's just say $100,000 for their base salary. And then we'd hire the same position, but it's a female, same location, same skill set, and we would pay her $60,000, like $40,000 less. And I manage our finances, and I see the, the these things happen, and they can't like... Uh, you know, I want to throw a well, wild. Yeah. Right, but did you say anything? Yeah, it. did you say anything though? Because well, that, that becomes the issue here. The, well, if you actually well, I didn't. It. That's why I felt so bad. I, I but I could see it. You know, it, it's it's so hard. I mean, I can't say it. What do I? St- <laughs> I can't. I don't know what to right, do. Right. No, but I think how it relates to say JD's problem bad. is because what you're talking about, babe, is how bad you feel. But this is more. Well, but the culture, they can see the other things. I already started saying something about it right um this was just one example of how it, how bad it gets um but when when i started maybe saying more no towards other things like no we should do that we should stay in budget because this is the right thing to do we should stick to the process we shouldn't try to get away with little things um that's when i think my seniors started to see oh she doesn't get it she's not on the same page she's not part of our team and they go out drinking every you've met them they go out drinking every right day and, and I, I i think to to jd's issue then and to kind of find a similarity here with choppers is if you're not in with the non-professional side mm-hmm. you're not going to be you're not going to benefit on the professional side right mm-hmm. if you're oh, in, exactly you, exactly. you know what i mean because, so because a lot of brainstorming when it comes to advertising happens in those moments. Right, and I right, don't right. want to drink. I want to brainstorm in the office. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Yes. And, and, but I would do it like once a week, but if all of those projects are being discussed, you know, with alcohol, uh, it's, it's, yeah, but we, it's we've not, seen this, we've yeah. seen this historically, yeah. like some of the biggest deals are done at the golf course. Well, that's not professional though. I mean, it, it, that's not part of my shit, right? My shit's in the office, but if you're not into that, you can really suffer on the professional side, which is a shame. Now, it really do you, is. so what do you do? Do you then a curtail your values and start drinking every single fucking day with this group to save your job and your projects, or do you be look for a healthier environment to work in so you don't have to skimp on you know your diet or just your ethics and your values? Like, what if your wife is like, "Hey, where are you?" It's like fucking nine p.m. Oh, we're out here with these guys drinking because if I don't, I'm going to lose my project. Well, if as you know. Uh, Chelsea, what do you do as a wife? Do you go, A, okay, I get it. It's important. It's our finances. Or B, I'd like you to look for another fucking job then. <laughs> yeah. Right? Wait, oh, why wasn't I invited? Yeah, exactly. Right? Because there's, a, there's some shit that goes down. <laughs> That's those, good. See, yeah. all night. Right. <laughs> so, so I think the answer for the most part is look for a better place. And, the problem, though, is that that's really difficult, especially when you're at hard. the levels that you're talking about, your creative director levels. It's just hard to jump from place to place. So it is a very difficult balance for people who may be listening right now that are in similar situations. But, J.D., of course, you were uh, let go, and I'm assuming you're working now somewhere else or you're freelancing um, until now. 
but he's walking at a much better place. Much better, Ooh, fuck it, fantastic, yay, there you fantastic. Go. <laughs> and and that's that's where the body of work will dictate again how quickly you're going to get to another place and how much they're going to value you. Let's let's get a question though. So, what is your question regarding this whole experience? If we haven't answered it yet. <laughs> so the question here is, um, I was I was watching Mike Tyson like interview, and there was a question about like you know about forgiveness and things like that, and I really wanted to retaliate. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, that that was pretty messed up what they did to me. I really wanted to retaliate. I wanna I wanna talk to my boss's boss, you know, maybe write a letter, things like that. But you know, I've been I've been working on my personal development also, where there's this thing about you know, if you are a better person, let go. I think it's a bigger middle finger if you don't say anything. But this is when, you know, uh, this is when it reminded me of your last episode too. It's like, what do I do now? Because because I'm half and half. It's like, I want to do it just for the spite of it. Or also teach a lesson. Teach a lesson that they cannot do that to other people. Well, not only that, but I feel like it sets a precedent. It right. takes a precedent. Like I said, like, you know, it, it helps other people. But at the same time, I was like, you know, I could be quiet about this and show them my success and be more victorious. And so I was like, oh, I, I think this is a good call for Mo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is a tough one because, you know, me, man, I'm I'm always about uh, uh, getting back at them and. <laughs> Like, I'm about that life, you know? Retaliation. Retaliate. But I also subscribe to the retaliation by being dominant in your current position. Only if you are directly competing, uh, com- competing, sorry, competing against them. Like, if I were going to, if my new company competed for projects against them, that's my revenge. That I will take the higher road and go, okay, I will let my work be my revenge. But if it's not, if it's wherein you guys are in completely different industries, even though your job is the same, well, you'll never get a chance to prove to them that they fucked up because they're not in your space anymore. I would then resort to a bit more obvious fuck yous. Um, so I guess that bears asking, do you compete? Have you, Are you in a complete like rival company now? And if not... Well, then we have to come up with a different plan. No, it's not. But we do we do see each other on awards, oh. on, on advertising awards. And, um, you know, not directly, you know, it's not the same market, but then we will see each other on awards. And I know that they do submit. I mean, I'm, you know, my work has been submitted before that um, I, I have partners that are Emmy Award winning um, yeah. uh, uh, video crew that I could utilize now that I have the budget. Yeah, yeah, you know, I could utilize so, them. So, one other and- follow-up question then: if you if you do something a bit more aggressive, a bit more forward, uh, how does that affect your job and your place in your job? Because, hey, I don't want you to get blacklisted. I don't want you to take an aggressive, uh, an aggressive position here, and then they go, "Oh, well, fucking, fucking JD's." Over. And they Pitbull. talk. And we, you know, right, the, yeah, he, this well, industry. This guy's, this guy's dangerous, man. You know. we can't, you can't, we can't, we can't, you know, and then it affects your job because then revenge won't be worth it. Revenge isn't worth it if it means you're going to fuck your current good thing up. I think my stance on revenge is it's worth it if someone messed up a loved one of mine. You know, that's when. Well, I'm, but that you can almost say that it, it indirectly does because I at meant, the time like, you know, he, like he someone, went into self-preservation mode. Um, because COVID was happening and that could have totally fucked your household up. No, well, I meant like 
morally like someone cheated on our daughter or impregnated her or you know right right but, 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 you know, that but, but yeah that's a completely like, different world though yeah I think. but here i think oh, i'll go i'll go bizarre on that yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, violence. I think, I think, violence is the key there at that point i think right. you're um you know it's such a cliche but you're um, like Beyonce says, your biggest revenge is your paper. <laughs> so um, just show them what you have. And you're so happy now. I wouldn't even focus so much energy on as you're working on projects. Um, I wouldn't even focus my energy or thoughts on, oh, my gosh, if they see this. Just because it might trail you off a little bit. Here's where I'm going to disagree, though. And, and I think this is key because we are in a time in the world where if you feel like you've been wrong based on race, if you feel like you've been wrong because of your gender, if you feel wrong because of things that are completely, completely unfair, you have to say something about it. And now's this time, last year, maybe even the year before, has been really, I think, the start of whether it be a social media revolution, we can pinpoint things like the hashtag MeToo movement, to other movements wherein, hey, the buck stops here when it comes to this kind of behavior. And if you wholeheartedly feel it was racial, and especially Chelsea being, sorry, a white girl, if you even with that reality can go, yeah, no, that was our people fucking you over, man. The more you say something now than ever, the more you can get away with saying something yeah. more than ever Cause, and not cause just had letting other it go. co-workers that were engaged in, like very regularly engaged in very inappropriate behavior. And they would get, oh, a talking to, or oh, right. they would get right. a notice that, you know, you should stop this. And it went on for months, like even after he left, right. it kept going on. Right. And wow. yet they didn't see any actual repercussions. Oh, and yeah. Like, like he had sex, sex in the office type of thing. Sure. Where, sure. where they get like warnings after warnings after warnings. Yeah. Like, and, and again, that that's the thing. It's. I don't know, maybe if these people who are getting caught doing that are are lower level than you, it's easier to reprimand the lower level people without firing them than it is kind of getting rid of the top dogs and stuff, right? But um, I just think if you genuinely, genuinely feel that you were fired be- for your race, which is illegal anyway, if I'm not mistaken, um, you should say something about it. And it goes beyond... I'm just going to win this award as a slap in the face for these fucking people. I think we have a obligation as minorities. We have an obligation to take advantage of the time to actually do something. And we also, again, sorry to be so long, but we live in a world where reviews mean a lot now. I was oh, going to say. Oh, fucking uh, TripAdvisor review. Fuck, get on, get on Glassdoor, right? Yeah. Get on Glassdoor. I was yeah, saying, Glassdoor, Glassdoor fucks your company up. Uh, Yelp can really screw a company up. And you want to take advantage of that. You want to take advantage of not looking like you're some bitter, scorned ex-employee, but really write out a testimonial that is smart, that is genuine, and that says, hey, I think this is what happened to me. I, I, well, I, and, you know, I, I can back it up. And I have, a, I have a question. So this one's related. So at the time when this happened, I felt that he should file an EEO complaint. Sure. Okay. So sure. EEO is for equal opportunity employers, right? Right. Um, and you're supposed to abide by it. And it says no discrimination based on age, sex, Absolutely. race, anything. Um, and there was hesitancy to do so, which was understandable because you were still looking for another job, yeah, right? Sure. So then you sure. don't you get to that weird point where you start to worry about, well, what if my uh, the people I'm applying to start to worry that, you know, I'm always starting legal issues Absolutely. with my old companies. Right. But then I feel like, from someone who walks in a related field that's about, you know, let's investigate these things. Let's see what's going on. Let's fix it. Let's put 
new controls in place to prevent it from happening again, I feel like that is really important. And for that next person in the, his same position, I feel like that's again important um, so that they know if they come, if they go to HR and they say, look, something seems to me kind of weird. They never promote my projects or I don't ever seem to get promoted or whatever. Or they can look and see, oh, we've had a complaint with this person before. I, absolutely. And, and I think all the great movements start with a, with a, with a credible with a whistleblower, yeah. right? And if that's going to be you, then, then great. My only concern, because we have to play all the sides, is mm-hmm. they replaced you with a female Hispanic Exactly. Uh, yeah. Personnel, right? Which maybe could be their defense. Like, how could it be racial? Do the the person that re- re- like replaced you not only was also a minority, but was a minority in two times, both female and Hispanic. So, I don't know if that plays. I mean, maybe uh, Chelsea, you 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 have a bit more insight since you are seem to be in an investigative uh, position wherever you work. Um, but does that have? a role in your the strength of your argument well i think one of the differences too is like what um chapo was talking about before is that when they replaced him i don't think she got paid as much as he did okay right right so in that sense they do save budget money right and they're also yes it's another minority a minority female but then at the same time that was checked off right and then she still like even if she wants to start going up the ranks they can start off by giving him maybe a little promotion, maybe a little promotion, right, maybe a little right, promotion, right, right. but not in the way that he was already moving up right, because right. he was already no, starting to That makes a ton of sense because, yeah, you're at a point maybe, uh, JD, where uh, you've capped at what they're willing to give you yeah. promotion-wise, right? While with a new – sorry, I didn't mean this as a girl, but with this new girl, it could be more, hey, we can you can do 10 years before we even get you to where JD was. <laughs> so we'll take that. We'll take that. Plus, it's you're making less. Yeah, like plus, you're making, making less salary. Right. It's kind of a win for us if we do we'll that. We'll start you at the end of the pay scale. Right. You can slowly Which, work. Right, totally, yeah. right? Which now puts you well within the definition of uh, wrongful termination, right? Um, so the question, let's get back to the question then. Should you do something about it? And what is it that you should do? If you're if you're off probation, I like what Chelsea brought up. If you're off probation in your new place already, whether there was a probationary period or not, then I would be way more bold about doing something. But again, back to Chelsea's point, if you're not, that's and- that's the reason why I'm calling, Mo, because like um, I'm at a good spot, and um, I, oh, I just fire heard will, man, news, you know like me. last <laughs> week, <laughs> I'm getting paid more. I'm getting paid more. <laughs> You know, I'm getting paid more. It's like loaded position and everyone loves me in that new position. And like I said, I have I have budget for projects. And they're Uh, so happy with the skill set. Like and so I was like, so that's the question, right? I'm like so happy right now. Should I still do it? Or I'm like, Chopper, uh, help me out here, Chopper. Like, you know, I don't, I, I, I don't need I, this. I'm, I'm better than I this. I can super, I can super relate because then after that whole drama with my previous employer and where I am now, I'm like, I'm so happy. So happy to the point, like in the middle of, of my, my first year at work, I was getting recruited to work at another corporate corporation that was pretty good and that was willing to pay more and all this i was like okay what's happening here i felt so devalued devalued with the way things ended the other place but now everything's great right and all that bitterness just slowly went away because i i feel like all the milestones and success and you know i have a great boss she's amazing she's my first female boss and i'm like oh my goodness it feels so great to report to a female you know um and I have a great team and we have a great culture, 
you know, um, remote can, when, when I travel for work, when, before COVID, um, they drink, like my coworkers drink, but not like the, before like you know middle of the day or whatever but if there's a happy hour social hour they would drink and they were asking me oh uh angelica have some drink i was like oh no it's okay um you don't drink i said no i do drink but when i travel and i'm not with my husband i don't i don't drink that's that's a rule that we set for me (laughs) for me you know how hard Um, it took her to say yes to that rule but (laughs) i can imagine i was like not even one um but but they don't force you they're like okay yeah come on let's just eat or whatever you know they 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 respect it they and i don't feel like i'm outed or you know i'm not part and i and mind you i work remote even before covid all the all of them are at the office they're all bonding but i still feel so included so yeah, I, I don't want to have any. But, I don't the, want to the, have the anything thing, to do with my previous employer anymore. Okay, but the the thing though, even with say, revenge. Okay, say with JD though, the thing where it's different is you come from a Fortune 500 though. The company That's that true. Chopper was working with was kind of successful and definitely you know I guess recognizable, but it it's not it's not the uh, what do you call it? It's not a model of 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 good culture anyway or it doesn't, no it's not, it's not, it's not supposed it, to yeah. right like you know you know you, you when you know when you work for a shady company you know you work for a shady company right so shady companies sometimes have shady ass people in it fine it comes with the territory but when you work for a company that's supposed to be one of the top country uh, companies in the country or they kind of boast to be all of these things and they're really not again not that i'm pushing you to great aggressive but it's just another added little thing little push for me to to get a little bit of revenge well that's true and that's that's why that's that's the question because like i said i wanted to set an example that this shouldn't happen again you know, it, okay it, look, this, look at it this with the u.s and say maybe a third world country this is say sa atin, diba? Sa, sa Pilipinas, no? i mean we, we've had very similar leaders recently in Trump and Duterte. I feel like they're very similar, right? But when you when it comes in, what happens in the Philippines, and Duterte is a worse guy. He's worse than Trump. He, Sorry, I hope you guys are not Republicans. He is a worse human <laughs> being than Trump, right? And Trump's a pretty fucking bad guy already. But the oh, reason goodness. why we tolerate it is because we're the Philippines and we have a history of bad leaders and corruption and shit like that. So we're tolerant of it. But in America, you try to pull that shit off and they will do everything they can to get rid of you because you are we are supposed to be better than this right we're supposed to be the model of everything that's great and when you have shit like this oh we got to get that out i i think that's and i'm hoping i'm using the right analogy but that company that you worked for is america in a sense that they're supposed to be better than that and when they are doing some shady ass shit, I prefer you to call them out on it than say it, you were working for the Philippine version of it, wherein shady shit is par for the course. My thing is, um, and I I know it will be like a challenge because if you call it call them out now and cite all those other incidents that happen, but then they get away with right. Um, however, you call them out, they're gonna ask you why didn't you say anything before. That's the gap. Well, but, well, 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 then but I, 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 I think the difference lawyer. between I think the difference between legally doing something about it and leaving a Yelp review. I'm still okay with just a Yelp review. I, that's what I was going you know to recommend. I mean? um, go to Glassdoor. Go to um, LinkedIn if there there's oh no there are no reviews on LinkedIn. But um, you know, really, it's it's for the benefit of those that are gonna try to look look and see if they wanna 
you know, get hired or work at that place. Because that's where I looked before if I, when I was looking. Like, Sorry, I was, like, and I wanted to talk to the other employees too, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's that can be your only little, little Chelsea, way. Chelsea, where are you at at this? Where, where are you at with it? Because it sounds like JD's more like, hey, I'm happy. I don't need any more drama in my life. You know, 2021 is my year. If I get involved in this shit, then I mean, I don't want anything to pop my balloon. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Where are you at, girl? Well, I, I kind of agree. Like, I don't think I agree with Chapo. Like, revenge just for revenge sake isn't really my thing. Um, I like and you guys. I feel like <laughs> I am glad that he left that really toxic environment behind. Right, right. Um, and I really like how he's with, with his coworkers now. Um, and it's just so much better that I don't really see the point. But also, if he had chosen to do an EEOC complaint, that he can't do anymore. The statute of limitations has passed. Gotcha. So, in oh, that okay. case, Right. So in that case, um, I'd support him no matter what he chooses to do. I think that legal action might be costly and might be frustrating, yeah. might take a long time. Um, but, you know, if that's what he's really set on. My main concern is more um, for the future and for the other people at the company. Right. Because I think, I think that's why Yelp, um, not Yelp, um, Glassdoor <laughs> solves it. Right. And, and um, I, like I think Glassdoor like really solves it. And this this is, I have never thought of it, you know. Yeah, um, I was going to say that. We hadn't ever thought of using Glassdoor. But I do yeah. think that's a fantastic idea. That's yeah. exactly where I go when I want to know. Right, right. Yeah, I, I think I think, <laughs> I think that's what culture is anyway in the world right now when it comes to uh, stuff. Whether, again, whether it be Yelp, whether it be Glassdoor or whatever equivalent it is for anybody else listening out there. The the, the power of the review is, is really strong and you want to take advantage of it. But you also make, want to make sure that when you write it, it doesn't come from a place of obvious bitterness because yeah. then it's just like, oh, that's just a scorn employee, whatever. No, you want it. You, you want it to be as genuine and um, Point out both positives and negatives, you know? Right, right. That's so, true. At the bottom, I was like, put that in the Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so I, I'm glad I'm glad that you you like the idea, and if that's what you're gonna go with, um, if that's okay with you, JD, that's the that's the plan of attack. I think it'll do really really well. Um, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm I'm okay with that. I would I I just personally maybe would go a little bit further, but I'm totally okay with that as being your mode of. Revenge or something. Oh, we're, we're not. Uh, we're not exclusive to that idea. No, but have, mean, you know. no it's just because. But, but she's right. Statute limitations are done. All I'm saying is this, man. Somebody else out there may get fired for the same reason, and they're not going to be as lucky as you. And that pisses me off. Okay. Uh, but shit. I mean, if if, if, yeah. if if we've if we've already missed the, the 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 allotted amount of time, then so be it. I think the Glassdoor thing is is yeah. probably the Did you sign any stuff. NDAs and all that stuff when you were employed so you can post a blog? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's that's why I get frustrated because I feel like I've worked in sectors where um I think I mentioned this earlier, where I work in sectors where it is about like, yes, there is a pathway you can take if you want to report something like this, or if yes. you've noticed that there's an issue. And this can help people in the future when right. they're applying. Right. Yes. And so I feel like these should be used more and that a lot of people don't know about them. That's what I was thinking the other day when that call um, called in Emma. Um, oh, oh right, right. Emma, Emma called episode 17, I believe. And she was... You, okay, so you were telling us this off air, right? Um, okay, sorry. Okay, okay, let's jump. Okay, JD, you're good. You're done. Uh, let's <laughs> yeah, let's go to um, let's go to Chelsea's. Chelsea, you were saying something off air about you working 
in a in an environment that you can kind of relate to what our last caller, uh, the last time Chopper was on the show, Emma was going through. She was the girl that works at a really, really high profile, mega high profile place. At least when it comes to Filipinos, it's mega high profile. Uh, you you kind of have a little bit of experience. You, you can I say where you work without saying the department or how far uh, so do you want to go with the federal federal government? Okay, so you work for the government. Okay, perfect. And 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 yeah, you can give her some advice. I guess she's she'll be listening. What do you want to say? Well, hopefully she's listening. Um, so the thing is that I work um, in the auditing sector. Um, and when she was speaking the other day about how they'll, um, you know, her boss put her name on these contracts, but he didn't actually have a way to track their success. That is absolutely, you know, not recommended. Right, right. And I think she mentioned in her, uh, in her talk that she said, you know, she'd worry about auditing, you know, and if, if, audit, if auditors came around, it'd be a concern. Um, I agree. It would definitely be a concern. But if if her boss is engaged in kickbacks or any of that sort of illegal activity, that's not even auditing. It's still within um, what's considered the inspector general's office that oversees um, the management of these agencies. Yeah. But it's um, it has different sectors. Like, for instance, it has investigations. And if and you can any employee, if they think something weird or sketchy is going on, they can report that through a hotline complaint, which is anonymous. And I now this is in the state, so I don't know exactly if it's right. the same, but right. I should think that there's still at least some avenue. The facade right. of right. such an office <laughs> um, where you can submit these anonymous complaints because that is something that absolutely, if a manager is being super shady and receiving that money, that's something that people want to know, especially if it's taxpayer money. See, here's the difference though between your advice and say me, right? And this goes back to even JD's thing. <laughs> I fuck no anonymous line, man. I'm fucking, I'm, I'm whistleblowing. I want my face on it because, <laughs> because I think at some point that plays well for me in my career down the line. Like he's the guy that overhauled this shit. Like, see, that, that's that's the difference, JD, between what Chopper is trying to say with the glass door shit and what I'm trying to say, bam, 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 <laughs> is I want to be. I also, I mean, selfishly, maybe even egotistically, would like my face to be associated with the movement or at least me. You started that hashtag. That's right. That's goddamn right I did. You know, <laughs> Until um, people start silencing whistleblowers. Right, right. No, no goddamn anonymous line in my fucking vocabulary. Hashtag audit everyone. Yeah, I, don't know. I do not have an anonymous line. Um, but, but, but again, it, it, I mean, it doesn't mean it's bad advice. I'm just saying that's the difference between what I would yeah. do. And what she <laughs> I get that more. I'm still thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and if this carries over to Emma as well, um, or, you know, when, when we had her last, when Chopper was here is that you can use that as your new, since it's your new position, you could, if you are the one that exposes stuff, how much does that for do for your career down the line? You could be kind yeah. of labeled as the oh you can. What, what's working well for her, her is right. because all the board of directors are also new and they're trying yeah. to also kind of, you know, when you're new, you're trying to make your mark. It's a great way to do it. Yeah. Great way to uh, do one it. thing though that I thought of because Emma is so young but already so high up in her position, I was recommending um, maybe she can talk to someone a mentor or whatever i would like to recommend chelsea maybe they can connect on linkedin or something no seriously because i feel like she needs to hear from someone who can really talk help her through and talk about what she should do 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's so good to have those resources available because what's weird is that they are available. It's just that a lot of people don't know about them or feel really weird about trying to use them. And they don't realize that there are options to remain anonymous or things like that. So that you don't have to worry about the retaliation. What's even that word? I don't even know that word. I don't even know that word. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to connect you guys on LinkedIn. All right. Cool. Thanks. (laughs) Um, But but guys, thanks for for being here. It was glad to have uh, met you. JD, you and I off uh, completely outside of this. Uh, topic. You've been on the podcast before some years back, uh, I think during the TV five days. You even messaged me last year regarding uh, pickup artist type of literature, like the game and all of that. Something that I'm very, very, very against. But you are like, no, I mean, you've been able to actually see some of the positives out of it. I'd love to have a talk with you guys about that one day. I think, uh, Chelsea, you even have had uh, certain books that you've read. I think you were telling me off here regarding topics like that. And essentially, this almost hypocritically, this podcast is something even like that, right? You, you tell me something, I tell you how to get it done. So I could just be a complete fucking hypocrite here. But um, <laughs> you could just be the same person. Yeah, I could just be just kind of rewording it, right? <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, the, the whole PUA thing was kind of big in the Philippines some years back. And you've been able to kind of read the game. And I'd love to talk to you about that sometime. So uh, I think if you guys can be regulars, regular calls on, on this show, that would be great. Because I feel like we can have a lot of good couples conversation. If we ever do, like, a you know, couples episode, you guys got to be there, man. Of course. That's yeah. good. I always want to chime in when you when you talk about how women must perform young, hot males. I always feel like- What did I, I say? What? Anyway. Oh wait, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. She would stop me in the car. She was like, pause, pause, pause. I, I don't dancing. agree what? with wait, Mo. Wait, 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 wait. What? This what? is so no, hold refreshing. Hold on, hold on. What time is it? I just go. She was like, I don't <laughs> agree with your guy. So wait, wait, wait. What? So what? Hold on. I didn't happen. even know what the fuck she's Thank mad about. What did, what did I say that you didn't she's agree with? She's not mad. She has it. See, that's how you guys are. You say we're mad right away the moment we have an opinion. I know she's not mad. She's smiling. I'm just saying, okay, what was, what were you in, not in agreement with i feel like regularly when people call in um and they're you know they're debating what to do with whatever guy they're with um you'll be like oh like ditch this guy forget this guy he's old he's like no one you're as hot as he could be like you definitely do hot man you could get like a see, young hot guy this is bullshit i was saying that in addition to whatever issue it was like i remember i think what you're talking about a girl's like yeah this guy he's treats me like shit he's like this and like that and i'm like how old are you 27 how old is this guy 51 fucking old man get the fucking get that fucking guy out of here <laughs> well that was but very that's, recent that's, yes, that's in addition totally to him being a bad guy it's just just that little extra push oh by the way what the fuck are you dating that old man for you know and i didn't say that's the I, didn't, I didn't tell her i didn't tell her to break him up break up with him because he's old i'm just saying he's already an asshole Plus, he's old. Ew. <laughs> now kick him out. You know. So. Yeah. <laughs> you see, spinning. But you are like Washington you D.C. About, like, young government and stamina, spinners. and I, I personally feel like young guys might have stamina, but it stops as soon as. Uh, just open. because I'm older. As soon, like, <laughs> yeah. as soon as like guys or like young guys in particular are like done with their piece, they're like, oh, well, I yeah. feel good. Yeah. So yeah. right, right. Let's right. forget the rest. Right. Of this. The younger guys are a bit more selfish, I think, than yes. than the older guys. <laughs> and I think it's yeah, it's really the difference as between they, as they mature, they're more giving. Right. 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 A little more considerate, and not only that. And I think I think as they get older, they're more strategic about it because they're like, sure. "Oh, if I make you happy, then there'll be just more wealth for me." Oh, that's just like, right. you're just you're just like that's just like the early forties vibe right there. But, yeah. uh, but it's, it's also like guy, guys, older guys don't usually have fuck buddies, right? And and because of that, you you would most likely 
be in a situation where you care about the somebody that somebody who's in the bedroom with you. When you're a younger guy, it's, it's almost like a revolving door of people who are in your bed, uh, both for guys and girls. So there's real no, I don't know, reason incentive. to be, yeah, incentive <laughs> to be as. Because if it's a no thorough. here, it's a yes there. Yeah, it's you, like oh, you know what? Fuck it, I'll right. just go get the next girl. You know, it's like that. But when you know, when you're older. You can assume, not 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 generally speaking, is what I'm saying. But the when person you're committed, you're with, yeah, the yeah. person you're with is probably somebody you care about. Probably somebody you care about. So you're. I just want to advocate for those because it's really important. You know, like a guy can be young, look hot, that's fine. But like, I feel like women get a lot more torn down by like how they feel in the moment. Sure. And like sure. what feels good as sure. opposed to what just like, looks good. No. Um. I don't think we're disagreeing. Yeah, I don't I think we're disagreeing. Like... I was just giving that old guy some shit because he was a ship. He was a ship boyfriend. That's all. I, I, I remember <laughs> that. Remember that line that you were talking about. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks, uh, JD, Chelsea. I appreciate it. Appreciate the time. Thanks for making it uh, on the show. We'll wrap it up here today. Thanks for hanging out on the podcast. Thank you for Angela Copter being here. You can follow Chopper on Instagram. It's at Angela Copter. On Twitter, slightly more douchey. The Angela Copter. It was taken. I know. I know. We say this all the time. It's I a need joke. To Take a joke. Take a joke. Okay. okay. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow for more of the show. I believe Jay Kent should be here because she usually hangs out on uh, Tuesdays. Giving us some live music. I haven't given her a song yet, and it's getting pretty late. So. I'm gonna hang out here too. Yeah, so she's uh, she's awesome. Uh, this week we also have Doc Adam back on Friday. We have Bianca Gonzalez who will be here as oh, well on the weekend. Um, you know, co-hosted with Bianca for many many years. This is the other Bianca. Okay. This is the other one. Uh, you guys know who Bianca Gonzalez. Is, of In course. Tal, yeah. Um. Who else? Oh, uh, Alex, of course, Thursday. So, jeez, I forgot about Alex. Uh, so, yeah, so hang out. Thanks for being here. Make sure to download, donate, and tell your friends about the podcast. See you guys next time. See you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Bye. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. 